Welcome to Get You Fit Radio, the radio show that helps you lead a healthy lifestyle. My name is Irene Cook, your host, and today I'm going to talk about something that is so sweet and delicious, and it's something you've probably all flavored and tasted before, and that is sugar. Sugar comes in all different flavors and tastes and sizes, and actually, did you know that sugar comes in 30 different names. It has 30 different names that are can be found um, at the grocery store. And, and some of us can definitely say that we have a sweet tooth, whether it's in cakes or chocolates or cookies or lollipops, soft drinks. Our world is filled intensely with these pleasurable sweet treats. And sometimes eating these foods is just too hard to resist. Well, as a nation, Americans consume an average of 22 teaspoons of sugar um, each day, and 35 teaspoons of sugar a day come from children. Uh, How much should we get? We should only get four teaspoons a day. And yes, I'm going to repeat that. Adults get 22 teaspoons a day on average, and children get 35 teaspoons a day. This is true. This is a true fact. Um, and, And what this comes out to be is about 152 pounds of sugar each year. And this is the average amount of sugar consumed by an American. Now, you might be hearing this going, well, I'm not taking in this much sugar. I mean, you know, a couple cookies here, a couple cookies there, um, you know, some some soda on occasion. There is no way that I am taking in 152 pounds of sugar a year. Well, I am pretty confident that after hearing the rest of the show today, you might beg to differ. One can of soda has 10 teaspoons, and that is 42 grams of sugar. So that right there is more than double of what you should get in one day. And this is the big kicker. This is the eye opener. There are over 600,000 different prepackaged food items at your local grocery store. 80% of those food items contain hidden sugars. So any grocery store that you go into, the Walmart, any any health food store even that has prepackaged items will contain sugars. And they come in these, these fancy names that you or I can't identify. Sucrose, fructose, Cornstarch, dextrose, maltose, glucose, 
uh, anything that ends with the toast um, is typically a sugar. Um, raw sugar sometimes is just written right on the label. Honey, um, don't be fooled. People see honey and they think, oh, well, that's, that's healthy. Guess what? It is sugar. This leads to one in four teenagers becoming diabetic. 77% of adults and children being overweight and obese. And this is the most stunning statistic of all. Sugar is eight times as addictive as cocaine. And this has been studied time and time again. Um, and, and if you're as shocked as I, as I was when I read this, um, you can Google this and it will come up repeatedly because it has been studied time and time again. Um, and I'm going to explain why uh, this, this substance is as addictive. Now, now there's a difference between, um, between it being dangerous, like cocaine, um, and addictive. And, and when I say it's eight times as addictive as cocaine, um, what I mean by that is when you consume the sugar, your body wants it. You need to have it. It's something that you thrive for, and it's something that your body absolutely must have again, um, just like a substance, just like alcohol, just like heroin. Um, the only difference is that these other substances that I mentioned um, are illegal substances that um, can be more harmful to your to your health. But what you will hear in my um, podcast today is that uh, the uh, end result with the sugars could have just as harmful as as effects as these drugs. So if you can't cut out sugar, um, you will end up with terrible, terrible health effects, such as acid reflux, IBS, fatigue, headaches, migraines, believe it or not, anxiety, stress, joint pain, heart disease, diabetes, the list goes on. But believe it or not, you can break this in 10 days. 10 days. And, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish the show by telling you how. Um, eating sugary foods can become ingrained into our lifestyle and routines. That spoonful of sugar that makes your coffee taste better and dessert feel like the best part of your day, well, it is also hijacking your brain. Um, and, and, and if you've ever tried to cut it out, um, you, you realize how incredibly difficult it is. For some people, it may seem downright impossible. And this leads to the famous question, am I addicted to sugar? Well, sugar additives definitely um, are a, the brain's reward system. Sweet foods are highly desirable. And due to the powerful impact that they have, um, it, it causes this reward system on the brain. So I'm going to explain this to you. There is a neurotransmitter in the brain. Um, it's called dopamine. And you may have heard of this word before. Um, many people have heard of it, but they don't know what it is. Well, dopamine is released by the neurons in the system. And, and this is what is released as soon as you have sugar. So as soon as it touches your tongue, Dopamine is released in response to this rewarding event. So dopamine 
is actually the the uh, the transmitter that releases pleasure. So drugs such as cocaine, amphetamines, nicotine hijack your brain. Activities of this system lead to intense feelings of reward that can result in cravings um, to this addiction. So drugs and sugar both activate the same reward, causing this release of dopamine. And this is the feel-good transmitter. Um, so the circuit, the chemical circuit that's activated, um, causes these natural re- rewards. And because we love rewards, it will cause us to want more. And because this is tasty and it tastes good, um, and and because it's pleasurable, activating the system makes you want to have it again and again. So there are varieties of problems that arise with an addictive substance, and this includes the craving. Um, It also includes negative consequences of trying to quit, but not being able to manage quitting. And unfortunately, with sugar, there is a tolerance and intolerance that begins when you try to withdraw it. So although sugary foods are easily available and they are everywhere, like I just told you, um, 80% of the grocery store um, items are are filled with with sugary um, substances, excessive consumption could lead to these uh, problems of addiction. So it appears that this definitely has its problems. So dopamine has an important role on the brain in directing our attention towards things in the environment like tasty foods and, and, and things that give us the reward. So I'm going to explain this cycle to you, all right? So you eat the sugar, right? And this could be fructose. It could be grapes. Grapes are very, very high in sugar. But fructose, and think of it this way, fruit fructose, they kind of sound the same, um, is really kind of like this, this, I don't want to use the word poison, but I'm going to, because they're very, very, very high in sugar. And this is like a cycle, and it is very, very hard to break. So it releases the, this, this dopamine in the brain, and it's satisfying, and it's rewarding. So meanwhile, while this is happening, there is another neurotransmitter that's released, and it is called ocetine, and that begins to diminish. And this is the neurotransmitter that causes this intolerance. So the more you have the sugar, the more you become intolerant to uh, this this sugar, and, and your blood sugar will spike up, and this is when your pancreas will will release and produce um, this glycoma and and this insulin drop, and it will cause more cravings. Well, guess what? The more you have the sugar, the higher your intolerance becomes, and now you need to have even more sugar the next time. So it's no different than the alcoholic that can't get drunk anymore off of two beers and they have to have four beers. Um, so, so now you are not only having one candy bar, you're having four candy bars. And so meanwhile, your, your, uh, your body is, is producing all of this insulin 
and your liver is making all of this fat and your body is storing all of this fat and now you have a weight problem. And because your insulin is creating, I'm sorry, your your um, body has all this insulin that's being created and your liver can't keep up, you have now become pre-diabetic or diabetic. And this is how this, this problem occurs. Meanwhile, you can't stop because you are addicted. Your brain just wants sugar. Do you see how this is happening? And it's no different at all than the smoker that needs a cigarette or the alcoholic that needs their drink or the cocaine addict that needs their cocaine. It is exactly the same exact thing. And when you try to stop, you are tired, you are fatigued, you have headaches, and and inevitably, to make it better, you need more sugar. So you go grab your sugar, and that dopamine gets released, and you feel great, and you move on with your life, and then the cycle continues. So, so it is no surprise at all why Americans are addicted to sugar. Um, and if you look at the statistics, years ago, um, Americans did not consume so much sugar. Um, but now the numbers are climbing. And the reason for this is that the uh, manufacturers of foods are onto this. And it is a billion dollar industry because what could sweeten the pot more than a little sugar? And, and everything just tastes so much better and people will buy it if it tastes better. So if you're just joining us, I'm talking about that sugar addiction and you're listening to Huntley Community Radio, WHRULP, and I'm talking about how to quit that sugar addiction once you have it. So if you're still listening going, well, I don't have a lot of sugar. I'm not, I'm not having sugar. I encourage you to look at labels of the items that you eat at home because it is it's so ambiguously written and I just had this conversation with somebody um the other day who had this total sugar addiction um eating binge and and I said well it's it's because you're you're eating a lot of sugar and it's causing you to want more sugar and and it's this this ongoing cycle and she said but I don't eat a lot of sugar so I challenged her to look at the foods that she's eating. And, and on every label on the back, there's a line item that says sugar. And there is sugar in your salad dressings. There's sugar in your ketchup. There's sugar in your mayonnaise, which... I know it doesn't taste sweet, and I know we don't associate mayonnaise as a dessert, but yet when you slather mayonnaise on your sandwich, and now you have mayonnaise, and you have bread that has sugar in it, and you have, um, you know, ketchup that has sugar in it, your sandwich and your lunch very well might have 12 grams of sugar in it. And so, so now you have caused this spike for sugar 
which is leading you to want more sugar. So you grab a cookie and, and the cycle then continues. So you have to be very aware of what you are eating. And just because it's not candy or soda or, or the typical things that you think are, are filled with sugar, um, that doesn't mean that there aren't sugars in them. Um, and I mean, there, there are so many things that, that are so ambiguously filled with sugars. And until you look at them um, and, and start counting the grams of sugar, you would be very, very shocked. So quitting sugar leads to withdrawal. Um, sugar can exert a very powerful influence on our behavior, and this, make, this will make it impossible or very difficult, I should say, to, to omit from our diets. Um, but um, experts believe uh, and research has shown that cutting it cold turkey um, will not only lead to higher success rates, but it will also lead to withdrawal effects. However, the withdrawal effects will, will last for a shorter amount of time, and it will lead to the, the higher success rates. So the length of the unpleasant withdrawal systems following this sugar detox um, will pass sooner if you go cold turkey. Um, unfortunately, with sugar... Um, much like any other drug, um, it, it, it's best to just omit it um, as much as you can out of your diet. And I, again, it's impossible to omit it completely. But some people quickly adjust to this functioning without sugar and and get through the, the cravings. Um, and it's very difficult to resist the, the sugary foods. Um, the withdrawal sy sy symptoms are thought to be factors um, and and the dopamine system needs to readjust um, and and believe it or not that dopamine release um, will will build up a, a tolerance again. So so when you do have a cookie, um, it will be enjoyable and and it, your, your system won't go bonkers. Um, the temporary drop in dopamine levels are thought to cause many psychological symptoms such as cravings. Um, and and other sweet tooth temptations that you now will have to resist. But anybody that's ever kicked the sugar habit um, can tell you that once you kick the habit, it's it's like any other uh, addiction. You you move on, you get over it, and the insulin levels stay stable. And then you no longer feel like you need to have it as much. So, so why is it important to cut sugar? Well, cutting sugar from your diet may not be easy. Um, however, um, like I said earlier, it is physically going to help with weight loss. It's going to reduce acne, improve your sleep, your moods. Um, it's going to help with those 3 p.m. slumps that you might get in your day. Um, and and reducing your overall sugar consumption um, will will actually improve um, your recalibration of your sweetness sensation um, in enough to discourage overconsumption of sweets. So just like just like people that um, take 
salt out of their diet and then they have something salty where they're just like so sensitive to salt, the same thing happens with sugar. Um, sugar addicts can just eat the most rich, um, you know, sh sugary things and not even taste it. Um, so that is the, the tolerance coming in. So, so how, do you, how do you start? How do you start? 10 days. One, remove all sugar and processed foods from your house. Um, as hard as that is, um, it is what you have to do to break this addiction. Um, and it is something that you can do, and it's drastic, I, I do know, but removing them from your house and making sure that the processed foods um, are, are out. Uh, look through your cabinets, your, your kitchen, your pantries for all sugary drinks, cereals, snack bars, yogurts, baked goods, breads, or anything else that contains sugars. Um, and, and, and I'm talking about people that really have this addiction and, and, and those of you that have come to me with, with uh, the, the urge to stop having the, uh, you know, after lunch candy bar or after dinner chocolate extravaganza, um, reducing these foods is essential. Um, and then you can bring them back in once your addiction breaks. Um, the next thing you should do is eat a balanced breakfast. Um, oftentimes, people that have sugar addictions will wake up in the morning and they will eat something sweet. They will eat a bowl of cereal that's filled with sugar. Um, so what you want to do is have a well-balanced breakfast. You want to make sure that all three macronutrients are are present. This is your carbohydrates, your protein, and your fat. Um, another thing you want to do is have water. Um, your metabolism will slow down um, when your body stores fat, which is typically what happens when you have a lot of, uh, of a lot of sugar consumption. So general rule of thumb is eight glasses a day and make sure that you drink that water when you are detoxing. Um, another tip is prepare your healthy snacks so that you have them ready to go. Um, top reason why people turn to sugar and cookies and snack bars and crackers and, and yogurts is lack of preparation. So we are human nature. When we're hungry, we grab for what is there. So here's a scenario. You get home from work, you're hungry, you see granola bar, you're going to grab it. Next scenario, you made a, a healthy sandwich that has protein, a healthy carb, and a healthy fat, and you have it in the refrigerator wrapped up. When you get home from work, it's there. You open up the fridge. It's there. It's ready to go. What are you going to grab? You're going to grab the sandwich. So have it ready. Don't be a slave to convenience snacks. Make the convenience snacks ahead of time. They really don't take that much time. Um, next thing you want to do is make sure that you are moving. Balanced blood sugar is essential for getting that insulin leveled. Um, use that sugar for fuel. Store that excess sugar as fat. Daily exercise will give your body an outlet for excess blood sugar. Um, this does not mean you need to be a marathon runner or sign up for a gym membership. But just go for a walk because no matter what, you're going to have some sugar intake. You know, it's going to be in your bread. It's going to be in your, in your fruit. And I'm not suggesting that you don't have any fruit. 
But as you do eat your balanced meals, going for a walk, um, stretching at your desk, playing outside with your kids, all these things can add up. And then finally, lower your stress levels. Um, One of the reasons why people turn for sugar is because they're stressed out. And, and we've always been rewarded with sugar. Um, as, as children, we would go to the doctor, a doctor would give us a shot, and then right away a lollipop. Um, you know, this is just how we've been conditioned. So we need to learn that there are other ways to solve stress besides sugar. And, and you know, you need to find what that is for you. Temporarily reduce anxiety and stress by finding something else. Um, it might be uh, mellow music. It might be a walk. It might be, um, you know, five minutes a day of, of, you know, laying on the couch with your eyes closed. It's just a matter of finding what that, that, new, um, that new thing is. Um, and, and believe me, those 10 days are not fun. But 1,000 uh, million, I'm sorry, 100 million Americans have diabetes. 100 million Americans have diabetes. 10% of them don't even know that they have it. So you might be one of those people listening. Um, reports indicate that that 3% of, of the 100 million Americans that have diabetes um, do not change their diets after they've been diagnosed. Um, what could happen to these people is astonishing, and it all boils down to the sugars that they eat. Um, and if you ask me, um, this is just as dangerous as someone who does drugs. The only thing different is drugs will, will, will kill you sooner. Um, this is just a, a prolonged uh, way of 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 hurting yourself. So kick that sugar addiction. Um, it, it does not have to be as painful as it sounds, but believe me, it is something that will sweeten up your life more than anything you've ever tasted. Enjoy your day. Simon, one in 